It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody, this is Keith Caulfield and Katie Atkinson of the Billboard Pop Shop podcast, and you're listening to Billboard's Pop Shop feed because the Pop Shop family is growing. And now we've got new weekly shows in our Pop Shop feed. In addition to the main Pop Shop podcast, if you subscribe to the Pop Shop, you'll get not just the Pop Shop podcast, but also a show dedicated to reviewing the newest tunes, must hear music, as well as a retro show that celebrates important anniversaries in music coming around again. Coming up next is Must Hear Music, where this week, Billboard senior editor Joe Lynch and his panel of experts will break down Kendrick Lamar's new album, Power Bottom's latest single, and much more. So be sure to subscribe to the Pop Shop feed and iTunes so you never miss any of our pop-centric shows, and give us a rating or review to let us know how much you're enjoying each segment of Pop Shop. And now, Must Hear Music. Hello and welcome to the Must Hear Music Podcast. Uh, my name is Joe Lynch. I'm sitting here with Jason Lipschutz. What's going on, man? As well as Lindsay Havens. Hey. And uh, just one before we dive in, going to do a little quick rundown of what we're talking about today. Uh, so we're going to be looking at Kendrick Lamar uh, just dropped an album, Damn, Damn. all caps, period. Damn. Uh, so we're going to look at the song DNA from that. We are going to look at Power Bottom's new song, Lol. Uh, Noah Cyrus's Stay Together, Chris Stapleton's Broken Halos, Becky Hill's Rude Love, and Trapper Shep's On Wisconsin. Um, so pretend I didn't say it that way. Um, all right, but let's let's uh, go to the, obviously the big one that like everyone's talking about. Uh, Noah Kendrick, Cyrus. Noah oh. Cyrus. I was going to yeah. say the Wisconsin song. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Um, K dot. So damn is out. Uh, so Lindsay, this was this was your pick. So do you want to talk a little bit about the album or the song or or even um, both? Well, I'll start with the song. It's the one that I keep going back to just because I think it sort of has the beats of old Kendrick, like his debut album, but with the lyrics of new Kendrick in terms of like hitting hard and being really relevant. Whereas like for me, the rest of the album, which is all great and deserves all the acclaim it's getting, it's just a lot more R and B. Than mm-hmm. hip hop, in my opinion, um, the lyrics hit hard, but the the beats and the production don't. In my professional take, what do you think? I always <laughs> go the, to Justin for the, al- for the Jason album. Times of these, yeah. <laughs> I was called you Justin. That's fine. I get that sometimes. <laughs> um, I get a lot of J. Get uh-huh. a lot of some Justin. Yeah, you know, it's a it's a, a wild ride I'm mm-hmm. on. Anyway, um, yeah, so. I'm glad you picked DNA. I think it might be my favorite song on the album. The thing, the thing about 
It, would you, do you disagree? <laughs> no, I'm just whistling. I like I like to do a whistle for emphasis. That's fine. Oh, great. I think it's the, a fun the thing. The thing that I, w- I was listening, I've listened to this album twice now, and uh, we're recording this on, on Friday, yeah. and uh, I'm sure I'll listen to it more again as uh, this weekend as my family's coming over for Easter. And mm-hmm. what else would you play? This yeah, is a exactly. good like Easter egg hunt sort of thing. <laughs> totally. I feel like when they do the Easter egg roll at the White House, they're definitely going to be playing Kendrick <laughs> yeah. Lamar's "Damn" the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but because they yeah. love Fox News there, so and this features Fox News on oh, several yeah, tracks, so that's true. Yeah. So the thing about the thing about Kendrick it, and my relationship with him is he's clearly like such a such a brilliant rapper and and lyricist and so thoughtful in the way he constructs albums, and mm-hmm. I think that's his overarching thing. It's it's really interesting. Uh, how he how there's this kind of juxtaposition of like he he commits so much to concepts mm-hmm. for his own body of work whether it's uh to pimp a butterfly how it had this whole through line of the Tupac interview that came at the end and going back to this repeated phrase over and over in that album obviously good kid mad city is kind of a concept album about um, you know the highs and lows of of growing up mm-hmm. in in the streets, and um, this this album obviously is is him wrestling with fame and faith. And um, I say just, juxtaposition is he has this this clear uh, commitment to concept for each of these projects, and then you have him like guess his guest verse or so like ah, i'll just do this maroon five song for fun ah, i'll just do this like imagine dragons collaboration for fun it's funny how he can compartmentalize and it within that like when he does do a project like this it's so obvious that he's not really concerned about radio and like scoring singles and really um putting out like a big hit anthem i mean even with even with um, "To Pimp a Butterfly," I mean, "All Right" was a was a, a huge song, but that wasn't like a lead single. Like "King mm-hmm. Kunta" was the lead single, and that yeah. like the the title we talked about it on the Must Hear Music podcast, yes. like how the title is like a pretty obscure reference, and like he's just kind of he he's totally committed to these ideas in a way that's so breathtaking. This at the same time, I think that sometimes the music suffers because of it. Uh, and now I'm just rambling about Kendrick Lamar. I'm yeah. sorry, guys. I think that I think that there are times on this album, just uh, again, like on first listen, there are times on this album where I I kind of want that single structure. I think that mm-hmm. makes the song better. I think the songs are some songs like kind of go on a little bit long. They have like parts and diversions that are a little bit unnecessary. But at the same time, like he's so like on top of his craft that you can't even really knock him for it. Like not every single thing works here. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have going back full circle to DNA where it's, it, it is like a sucker punch. It's like a short clip of a song that is, doesn't really have a hook and it's just him wrapping his ass off. Mm-hmm. And he, he's so great at it that you just replay it over and over again. Uh, yeah, I want to, I, first off, uh, thank you for your, your detailed thoughts. Well, I've been thinking a lot about it today. I have. I was wondering if we should have, like, the Oscars playoff music and, like, midway through, I just kind of, like, get it louder wow. and louder. Uh, no, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, of I course. can't wait until your five-minute diatribe about Noah Cyrus. That's definitely going to get ready for that. Um, yeah, I, w- I want to go, actually, back to something Lindsay said. I, I think, yeah, what struck me with this album is there is, 
Um, especially, so I've been a Kendrick fan since Section 80, that mixtape, and with each one, there's this real, uh, each, like, project seems to have this huge leap forward in terms of, like, his musical palette, um, and, like, artistic, like, scope and everything. Um, I think artistic scope-wise, this is a similar leap forward. I would say musical, musical palette-wise, this is not compared to, like, you know, you go from Section 80 to Good Kid was, like, a huge musical shift, uh, good kid to, to pimp a butterfly was yep. another big shift. This is kind of a, as Lindsay was saying, like a little bit like going back more to the basics, to the roots for him, and that's not a bad thing. Like, there's nothing wrong with like kind of going to like a more bare bones approach. Um, but that definitely struck me with this, and I think kind of what you're saying, Jason, like that can work can be to its like maybe uh, benefit and detriment. I think like on yep. DNA, like it definitely works in his favor that we're not going off on any like jazzy excursions which i mean i adored on to pimp a butterfly yeah. but like when it works you know when he goes back to like the hard-hitting basics like that like you said it's like a sucker punch like it really hits you yeah um on a couple other songs you know maybe it, it's not certainly not bad it's like not even anywhere near mediocre like it's far better than you know middle of the road but you know compared to like genius it's not quite there so i think there's a few songs yeah. where that fall somewhere between like pretty good and good you know yeah um and so yeah i mean but that being said like we're recording this on friday the album just came out i've only listened to it once um i definitely want to like sit with it before i like make some sweeping statement on it i i think it's like it doesn't have that like immediate breathtaking thing that like to pimp a butterfly did but it's obviously like solid as like it's rock solid like it's a great album and i feel like the more I listen to it, I'll probably like fall in love with the you deeper know, cuts. Just just yeah. listening to you describe it, and I'm sorry, sorry to cut. I just wanted to no. say one thing. Um, just listening to you describe it, it kind of actually made me think of um, how similar his trajectory is to Drake's first three albums, which is yeah, you know, his second album, Take Care, a lot like To Pimp a Butterfly, um, totally expansive and mm-hmm. and trying different things and you know, a little too long, and but that's okay because yeah. it was it was just so inventive. This is almost not going back to basics, but almost sanding off the mm-hmm. extra bits yep. and kind of emerging reformed as, as like this completely like hard hitting artist that has completely established himself. I mean, they're like pseudo nemeses now, but like I do think that there are definitely some comparisons. Yeah, that's interesting. And I also think, I mean, kind of what you're saying, I love the sanding off uh, <laughs> description. Yeah. I mean, it also just makes sense for like, the times we're in. I mean, he doesn't like, you know, the the Trump focus isn't so explicit, but I think it's obviously implied. I mean, certainly like working in like Geraldo Rivera and Fox News like makes it pretty clear like yeah. what he's going after and kind of a, a you know a lean mean you know like approach like during times like this exactly. is maybe more called for than a more um, you know kind of like experimental like artsy abstract attack. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So so yeah, but let's let's listen to a little bit of. Wait, it. Lindsay, did you have something? That I I interrupted I, I was you. in the middle of saying yeah. So. <laughs> Do you want to expand I, on I, that? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's all I had to say. That's I'm fun. glad we got that in there. All right, beautiful. All right, well, let's listen to uh, Kendrick's DNA from the album Damn. I got, I got, I got, I got loyalty, got royalty inside my DNA. Cocaine quarter piece, got war and peace inside my DNA. Power, poison, pain, and joy inside my DNA. I got hustle, though, ambition flow inside my DNA. I was born like this, it's born like this, he 
immaculate conception not transform like this perform like this all right that was new kendrick uh next up let's talk this is one of my picks it is uh, a song from power bottom the song is called lol or lol um if you're not familiar with power bottom if you're googling it it is uh all caps if you, if you google if you if you search it on bing uh, if you Bing it, it's PWR space BTTM. Um, they are just an incredible band that I'm a huge fan of. Their second album, Pageant, is coming out uh, next month, I think May 12th. Yeah. And I believe this is the third song we've heard from the album. Um, the first one was Big Beautiful Day, which is this great raging punk anthem um, that kind of targets uh, intolerant people. But it also has a lot of empathy for them, which is just, you know, I mean, it's something rarely, you you know, usually you have a a raging punk anthem, it just attacks someone, it doesn't, like, also try to reach out to them and understand them. So it's a really, um, you know, complicated and beautiful song. Uh, The next one was Anthro My Text, which has this sweet, uh, simple, adorable guitar riff, and the song is basically just about, like, um, boys who won't text you back when you text them. Uh, But the new one is LOL, and it's definitely my favorite I've heard thus far. Uh, this one, I believe, is mainly Ben's song, so they recorded and sang it um, on their own, and it is just, like, it's this uh, melancholy rock song, which obviously has been done before, but rarely do you hear it done with this much, I would say, like, emotional nuance. It's this very, uh, you know, for a song called LOL, like, ironically, it's incredibly earnest, it's hard on sleeve, it's emotionally naked, um, but the great thing about this song, and I think the band in general, is that there's just... It's not emo. There's it's not sugary. It's there's no treacle to it. Um, it's earnest, but just very honest and just it is what it is sort of thing. It's not indulgent. It's just very straightforward and confessional and kind of beautiful because of that. It has two really uh, wonderful lyrics. Uh, one in particular is, "I know that I am naive. When you are queer, you are always nineteen, which is just kind of you know like cuts you right to the core. Just like a heartbreaking lyric." Um, and then the other one is about someone, you know, a friend who you see kind of laughing at you uh, in a mean way. And the lyric is, I didn't know you could take such a shape, which is just one of those like interesting like turns of phrase. Like it's, uh, you know, you don't expect that. And it's a really interesting poetic way of putting it. Um, and then the other wonderful thing about the song is that it has this heavenly operatic voice in the background, which is actually provided uh, from Ben's mom. Apparently their mom is an opera singer. So... That's cool, and it sounds fantastic. Um, and this, I just love it. I've listened to it over and over, and I can't get enough of it. But what did you guys think of it? I was going to say what you said. I love that it's titled LOL, and it's, I think, their like least humorous song. Yeah. Um, it's also one of my favorite songs from them. I'm not, yeah. I wasn't big on them at first, but they've grown on me as I've listened to them more and more. But yeah, this You're stands like, out I'm more as into tops. I'm not such a power bottom gal. Totally. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying with this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you for pointing that out. Yeah, just wanted to make that, put that on record. I'm a power top gal, you know? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But yes, this is my favorite song from them so far. It makes me more interested to hear what the album will sound like because it is a little diverse from what they've released, the other two singles, I think. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I don't really have much to add after I just went talk for 10 minutes on Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> uh, no, I, I agree with you. I, I honestly, like, they've been getting a ton of buzz. I haven't listened to too much Power Bottom. Um, Gotta but, fix that. Yeah, this is very much uh, up my alley with, like, jangly, like, indie rock. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. It was, yeah, it's a very, it's a very, 
it's a very pretty song, and and I have to dive more into the lyrics because it, it sounds like it's it, you know it's affecting to you, and mm-hmm. uh, and that's great. Have you cried to it? Um, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I know. We, yeah, we you guys keep making fun of me for talking about crying on every podcast. So this no, one, it's great. I'm gonna say I'm not crying. Right All right, now. <laughs> nice man. But Progress. Who am I? I'm probably gonna the second this <laughs> yeah. podcast ends. Um. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I'm really, no, the, I'm very excited for the album to come out, and you should definitely, uh, like you said, they it. are getting a ton of buzz right now, and I think it's one of those cases where, like, the buzz is very Bill justified. Ward, Bill Ward just did a yeah. big feature with them. And, we did, we had uh, them we, in. we sat down with them on video, and, and uh, people should check that they out. They have great style, I will say. Yeah. Incredible style. Um, they love glitter. Well, who doesn't love glitter? Right. But, um... Anyways, all right. Well, you know who doesn't love glitter, actually, is one of the people we're talking about on this podcast, Chris Stapleton. He last, glitter. He's not a glitter glitterati. <laughs> nope. Um, all right. Well, anyways, let's listen to the song. It's uh, Power Bottom, LOL. I know that I'm always wrong. Laughing at me, we're laughing along. I didn't know you could take such a shame. What is the glitterati? I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's like the Illuminati, but, but with, with glitter. But fancier, okay. Yeah, yeah, but a little they fancier. They haven't approached you yet. That's how you know you're not. Exactly. Really if you have to ask, you don't, <laughs> yeah. you don't know. Yeah. You don't get to know. I'll never know. Um, all right, let's talk about uh, next up, potential glitterati member, uh, Noah Cyrus. Noah song Cyrus. Is Stay Together. This is a Jason pick. Yeah. So, Noah Cyrus. Interesting I, song. Yeah. I think it's very interesting. So Noah Cyrus, obviously the the younger sister of Miley Cyrus. And she put out a song, I think in November, called Make Me Cry, mm-hmm. featuring Labyrinth. Very, that very, song didn't make me cry. It did not? It did not. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Ironic. But uh, very cool song. It's kind of like a buzz track that, mm-hmm. that actually did pretty well in the Hot 100. Uh, and now she she's going for it. Uh, she's preparing a, a debut album. And Stay Together, uh, which came out today, Friday, is basically like her her you know swivel toward pop and it's it's really interesting i mean we were talking about it before taping it's very miley core like (laughs) you could really see this as i said to joe you could see this being a song on bangers like you could see the attitude is very miley yes like it's not even attitude it's tude like yeah apostrophe tude and you know i i think that she will have to figure out her own Lane, uh, especially because this song is inevitably going to be get, be getting a ton of comparisons. But at the same time, I think it, I think it's a fun song. Like I, I think that uh, the chorus is big and brash and enjoyable, and um, you know, I, I think that some of the like I don't give an f uh, stuff is a little bit forced. But you know, she's she's figuring it out mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't think it's. I don't think it's kind of like a breakout moment for her, but it's. It's definitely something noteworthy and like a good. A good playlist hang. That's how I would. Hmm. How I would describe Same. it. My favorite YouTube comment was that it's simple enough for society. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, but but I can see what they're saying in terms of like the lyrics. They're they're just reflecting like a night out for her, like plugging your phone into the Uber aux cord and shattering yeah. your. You know, like yeah. Who hasn't been there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but because of that, it also kind of reminded me of We Can't Stop, just because they're both, like, detailing a party in, yeah. in pretty basic form. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what do you think, Joe? 
Um, yeah, like you said, we were talking about this a little before. I, I liked this. Um, I think it was, I, I just, the, the, the thing that's, I mean, okay, I liked it. I would listen to it again. It did kind of strike me. I was like, I don't fully know, like, who this song is for. And that's not, I guess, to its detriment. But it did leave me, like, creative direction-wise for her. I was kind of just like... Like, I don't know what, like, her target audience yeah. is. I mean, this sounds a little, like, business insidery, but I'm just, like, she can't, like, her whole thing obviously can't just be, like, people who like Miley, they'll like me too. Yeah. And I think this song a little bit kind of, like, primes it up for that. Um, that being said, like, it's a very enjoyable song. It's good. She sounds good on it. Um, I was, I definitely had, like, you know, just any, naturally, like, you, some, there's a, a famous person and their siblings, like, hey, me too, I can sing or I yeah. can act and everyone i think hears that and then they always like fold their arms and they're like well we'll see about that but like she genuinely can sing like she has a great voice um and she has uh, a good personality on this song um i just think in terms of like musical direction it'll i mean there'll have to be more and but you know this is only one song like i don't mean to like dismiss her outright exactly we haven't heard the album yet i think she's still figuring out who she wants to be yeah Uh, and i think it's worth remembering like it took miley a while to figure out what she wanted to be musically too i mean like um, I was in a in a car the other day, actually driving back from uh, Nutley, New Jersey. Oh, where, shout out to Nutley, where Mr. Lipschutz uh, resides, <laughs> and will one day be the mayor. And will of. one day be the mayor. Someday. Of. Uh, and the person who was driving put on the Miley song uh, Seven Things I Hate About You." Perfect song. And yeah, and that. it just reminded me. I was like, I totally forgot that existed. And then yeah. I was like, like I wow, like the person who did this song then would like go on to do like We Can't Stop and Wrecking Ball. And then kind of, like, would mature, like, you know, to do, like, that gorgeous Paul Simon 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover thing on SNL. Like, I mean, Miley's taken such a circuitous, like, years-long musical route. So, like, you know, we should give Noah the same, uh, you know. Opportunity. Yeah, the same opportunities. I think that, man, if, if Noah, like, just does something along the lines of like seven things or see you again mm-hmm. i would i would be so <laughs> thrilled uh, let's let's do it i, I mean into that too. Yeah. i will say i've heard i've heard some some upcoming noah cyrus music and i it, it is really good i think nice. it's i think and i think it's a little bit more um independent of of in sound and, mm-hmm. and personality so i'm excited anything similar to billy ray <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. But you had to ask. <laughs> I had to know. <laughs> Just imagining what that would sound like, and I'm like cringing. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's listen to it. It's uh, Noah Cyrus. Song's called "Stay Together." All right, that was Noah, um, Miley's younger sis. Let's talk about Lindsay's next pick, which is Chris Stapleton. The song is called Broken Halos, which is such a country name for a song. Oh I goodness. love that title. See, um, I don't think it's that country. Like, Tennessee whiskey is more country. That's true. Chicken fried. I think it's more country. a Chris Stapleton-like title. It's right. It's just like you can, pic- you can just picture it. Like, you can picture him singing the words Broken Halos before you mm-hmm. actually hear it. That's anyway. very true. Yep. Um, well, yeah, so I'm not a huge country fan at all, but... And I hate this song. Yeah, <laughs> this song does not deserve to be on the screen, no. Um, but I love Chris Stapleton, and I think 
he doesn't have like massive crossover appeal in terms of he is country, but I can still listen to it because it's not in your face country. Um, and I think that was sort of justified. He was a album of the year nominee, which you know it says yeah. like enough people were listening to it, end up winning yeah. for country album of the year. But yeah, the song in particular, I'm excited for his new album just because the first one really set the bar high for him. And I do, I like the lyrics of this song and I like the title of it, which I don't think is crazy country. I think it's, what, what, yeah. yeah. I, um, I, I see what you're saying. Well, yeah, I mean, so, I mean, yeah, you're like, you love rock. And I mean, this definitely mm-hmm. falls towards that, like, excuse for that country rock. Yeah, and like, like the soulful voice to it, you know. Yeah. So that's what I can get behind. Mm-hmm. It's fair. What did you think, Joe? Um, I was into it. I mean, I, like everyone, well, I shouldn't say like everyone, but I was one of the many people who was first exposed to him through that Justin Timberlake thing, um, yep. which was incredible, and then I sought out the album, and mm-hmm. I liked the album. This isn't my, like, go-to vein of music, but I thought it was very good. I mean, obviously, he has, like, an astounding voice, like, a, a real, does very interesting things with it, and has a great command, and, you know, this is... I guess I, I don't want to say more of the same, but it kind of seems like it's like you know if you like the if you like Traveler, like here's more yeah. stuff that sounds like it. It's a, it's a legit song though. I like the um the woman on the song. I'm not sure who it is, but that sounds. Similar. I think it might be his, his, his wife. wife. Yeah. Oh yeah. really? That's I think. Well, I don't know. Anyways, the harmonizing is very nice. <laughs> um, I I dug it. Like if I I would not be mad if this was like something that entered in my life, but I will probably not. <laughs> Play it multiple times. <laughs> a ringing endorsement. Uh, I wouldn't be I mad be furious. If, it, if I heard it somewhere in my vicinity. Exactly. Um, well, I think that the thing, I, I, I sort of agree in when you say that it's a little bit more of the same, but I think that his, his confidence is really, has really sprung from the, from the first album. I mm-hmm. think that listening to the first album and then listening Broken Halos, I mean, I don't know if, if you agree, Lindsay, but uh, he just sounds like he's so like he 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 was behind his words and and his music before on Traveler yeah. but it sounds like he he is just putting himself all out there in a in a very vulnerable way and he really believes in the sentiment of the this song and these songs that are coming up uh so I'm yeah I'm all in I'm really excited for this album I'm yeah, I'm also too. not a big country guy but um Jason's you know. saying this. He's wearing a cowboy hat and boots right now, and the <laughs> boots have spurs. Every day. So, and this is what he wears like every Woody day. From Toy Story. Is that <laughs> yeah. how, what you're yeah, imagining? There's a rattlesnake in yeah. my boot. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I said when I walked in today uh, in New York. No, uh, but yeah, I, I do think that um, this is going to be a great album, and I think that he's. He, he, it's just like he's just so commanding of a presence on the microphone now. Uh, and the the music kind of backs it up as well. So, yeah, Chris yeah. Stapleton. I agree. He totally sells the lyrics, which are already, to me, pretty impactful. Yeah. So that makes it better. Cool. All right. Uh, well, let's listen to it. So Chris Stapleton, new song, Broken Halos. They've all gone. That was uh, Chris Stapleton, and I guess the next one is Becky Hill. The song is called "Rude Love," and yeah. this is a Lipshots pick. Oh yeah, so, very uh, lips, yeah, very Lipshots pick. Yeah, I, I was not familiar with 
Becky Hill. Yeah. All right. And then, then, you know what? That, that's kind of why I picked it. I was I'm like, glad. Oh, no, I'm, I liked something new. Yeah. Uh, so Becky Hill is a uh, UK uh, singer-songwriter. Um, she was on The Voice UK a couple years mm-hmm. ago and has been dropping singles. I don't think she has an, uh, an album yet, but she's been dropping singles over the past two or three years, I would say. And... Um, if you have not heard False Alarm from last year, uh, she made that song with Matoma. That song is amazing, too. Uh, but, yeah, so she just put out Rude Love a couple weeks ago, and the video dropped this week. And, man, I love this song. I, I just think, like, it's it's such a good mix of, like, the kind of, like, synth pop of, like, you know, fans of, like, Robin Body Talk, would I, I think, would totally get behind this. It, it like... I, I think that it it kind of swerves into like the big like drop for the chorus, but I think it actually works here. Um, M and E K, who who did uh, "Never Forget You" with Zara Larson, uh, mm-hmm. produced this one and, and co-wrote it. And I think like I was thinking about like I would love to see this kind of become the "Never Forget You" of 2017. Mm-hmm. Like I think it I think it could like it's a very catchy song. It's very like. Like it seems like kind of the the tempo of of U.S. radio. Yes, um, it's just kind of starting out. It, I think it'll hope like maybe be one of those songs that just takes months to build over here, but it's doing pretty well overseas. So it's I mean it's really catchy, and I like her voice a lot. Yeah, I I don't know. You might I think you're overselling a little bit. I think I don't know if the yeah. hook is that strong. Oh, so good. I agree. I don't wow. I like I like this. Like this is one. Like I said, I didn't know her. I put it on, and I was like, oh, this is, like, legit. I, yeah. I like this. She's very, I mean, you know, great vocals. It's a solid song. I'm into it. Uh-huh. Um, but, Lindsay, you seem a little less enthused. Just a little. Um, I don't know. over the hill? Oh, my God. Kill Get me. out. I know. I'm fine. <laughs> All right, Joe. Yeah. See you later. Um, I don't know. We talked about it with Khalid, where, like, he was entering sort of an oversaturated market but did something so compelling to stand out. I feel like synth-driven dance pop is sort of the same, but this doesn't do much to stand out, in my opinion. Okay. Um, I Yeah, I just didn't love it. But I, I did some digging on her, and I actually found that because I do like her voice, she has, like, this acoustic version of her song Warm, and mm. that's an amazing song. And I watched her voice audition. I went way back. Wow. And she did Ordinary People, which was so good. Yes. Yeah, I just feel like breakout. if she like almost stuck in the lane of singer-songwriter, which is what she's still described as, even though I don't think that's what she is anymore, I think I would like her more. Wow. Well, So I know she's listening. You know I'm There's... giving really great advice. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Becky Hill for all of us. You have the, the singer-songwriter stripped down stuff, and I love the big, brash Something for everyone in the family. Yeah. Thanks, Becky. So true. And And then we have... Jesse J was her X Factor coach, right? Sure was. Nice. true. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Jesse J. Shout out to Jesse J. Um, (laughs) All right. Well, should we give it a spin? Yeah, Rude Love. All right. Let's do it. Rude Love, Becky Hill. Um, so that was Becky Hill. Now, any relation to Hank and Bobby Hill, or what's... I, I don't know. I don't think so. That didn't right. come up in my research. Yeah, okay. Didn't think so. <laughs> um, all right, this is the last song that we're doing. Um, it is one of my picks. It is 
uh, by Wisconsin singer-songwriter Trapper Shep, and the song, <laughs> if you couldn't guess he's from Wisconsin, the song is called On Wisconsin. Um, I thought this was just, like, a really, like, cool, fun little thing. So recently, um, these lyrics that Bob Dylan wrote, uh, well, let me rewind a little bit. So before he became, like, um, his own, like, very distinct, like, singer-songwriter with all these, like, political and introspective songs... Um, Bob Dylan went through a, a pretty, I guess, long-ish period in his early days where he was more or less just, like, doing his own version of, like, Woody Guthrie songs, yeah. which are these very, like, kind of, like, goofy, tongue-in-cheek, like, I'm walking around with my guitar and, you know, like, just kind of, like, stream-of-consciousness, like, throwback folk stuff. And this was early 60s, and even then, at the time, it was, like, 20 years throwback. Um so recently from that period, they someone uncovered, he wrote these lyrics about Wisconsin that are very, like, you know, just, like, goofy. You know, it's just like, oh, there's cows and I'll live on the cream and the milk and the <laughs> cheese of the land and shit like that. So it's a very, like, it's a fun little, like, discovery for, you know, Bob Dylan freaks or people um, from the Midwest. Uh, I'm originally from Minnesota, but I went to school at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, so oh. that's my Wisco connection. Um, Wait, is that the one with the, that's like the beavers? Or is that the badgers? the badgers? badgers. And Jesus. when I asked you about that, Joe, <laughs> when I was an intern here, you told me, I don't like sports. But you knew <laughs> it was the badgers. I'm aware, yeah, I'm aware. I don't do sports, but I'm aware that mm-hmm. the college I went to for four years, that the, the, badgers? the badgers are well, their that team. was our first interaction, so. Right. Wow. That's really, really great. Aww. Yeah. Flashback Friday. Yeah, speaking of tears, yeah, that, yeah I'm, I'm crying you right off. now. <laughs> um, anyways, so this, anyway, so these Bob Dylan lyrics uh, recently uncovered. Um, Trapper Shep, Wisconsin singer songwriter, put those lyrics um, to kind of a folky rock version of the Badger Fight song, um, and it's just like it's just like I think an Jason awesome, just like fun thing to do, and uh, it happened, and I like it. <laughs> All right. That's... Let's listen to it, I guess. Oh, yeah, let's listen to it. So, on Wisconsin, Trapper Shep. I'm headed to Wisconsin, 2,000 miles to go. Madison, Milwaukee, sets my heart ain't low. I'm a coming to that state, and my heart's beating fast, and I'll jerk my banjo gently. All right. Uh, that is all we got for this week's Mustard Music Podcast. Uh, thank you for listening. If you got any thoughts about stuff we did, uh, tweet at us. Let us know what to talk about next week. I don't really have a, a tease for next week. I yeah, I mean, I'm not. What, what are the albums coming out? I mean, there's the, a couple, but I will say, you know, is what? Feist coming out next week? Maybe we'll talk about that. Now, two weeks. Sorry, man. Uh, oh, I'm not going to be here next week. I forgot. What? Oh. Sorry, guys. Well, that's the tease. Well, here's we'll the have tease. to replace yeah, you. Have to, yeah, <laughs> but I will say, if you want to, if we want to talk for a second about. Um, the uh, the podcast family here at Billboard. Sure, let's talk about it. <laughs> Do you want to talk about it? Well, yeah. Well, uh, so Must Hear Music's part of uh, its own feed, of course, but uh, also the Pop Shop feed, which it, it has been uh, for a couple months. But we're also just added a new show. Uh, senior associate editor Andrew Unterberger just started coming around again. Mm-hmm. Coming back around? Coming around again. Coming around again. Coming around again. Yeah, I got it right the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, Talking about uh, nostalgia and anniversaries, and um, it's it's so much fun. He just launched it this this past week with Third Eye Blind and the Chemical Brothers. Uh, you know, you're already listening to Pop Shop Podcast with Keith and Katie, and we're doing we you know we've been doing this every week, which is lovely. Yeah, 
And uh, yeah, so subscribe to the Pop Shop feed and the Must Hear Music feed. Whatever, yeah, whatever and, you like. And if you like listening to my voice, I don't know why you would, but um, I am on Andrew Unterberger's uh, oh, debut no way. coming around. I didn't know podcast. that. Yeah, so I gotta he, listen. Double feature. It like, just went up, right? Double dose of Lynch this week. Uh, yeah, he. <laughs> Uh, Do you so talk he, about Trapper Shep? I, I don't. Uh, <laughs> not, not on that one. He, <laughs> you save that for us. Okay, thanks, that for you guys. <laughs> um, he, uh, Gil Kaufman, one of our wonderful, wonderful writers, uh, talks about Third Eye Blind, and I talk about the Chemical Brothers' Dig Your Own Hole, which oh, was cool, an album I loved very much in I high school. That. Well, now you do. And you can find out more on the Coming Around Again podcast yeah take a listen uh, i have not listened yet uh just went up when we we're taping this but i can't wait and um yeah and you know pop shop's always doing their thing too they've had some some cool guests as well oh for sure so there you go all right cool um thank you for listening and we'll catch you next week See without me bye <laughs>